0: If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. You just found the world's number one fitness, health, and entertainment podcast. You guessed it. This is Mind Pump. Hey, hey, here we are. So in today's episode, we answered fitness and health questions. We actually did four of them. But before we got into that, we did an intro portion where we talk about current events, We bring up scientific studies. We have fun conversation. We talk about our sponsors. Today's intro was 42 minutes long. After that is when we got to the fitness questions. So we opened up by talking about a study out of Cambridge University where they came up with a math model to most accurately predict muscle growth with the perfect workout. Have they solved All of our problems? Hmm. I don't know. Listen to the podcast to find out. They're a little late to the party. Then I tell some stories uh, about my kids, in particular my daughter. She's turning 12 soon, so it's getting real fun. Then we talked about the new Matrix uh, movie that's coming out. I'm so excited. I haven't been this excited for a movie in a long time. No! Then we talked about Amazon now offering to pay tuition for some of their hourly employees. That's really cool. Uh, Then we talked about our sponsor, Public Goods. Um, and their reforestation project. So they are carbon neutral, meaning every bit of carbon they put out in the atmosphere, they offset it by growing trees. By the way, this is a company that gives you uh, products for your home cleaning products, shampoo, soaps, toothpaste, all of them minimal chemicals, all of them environmentally friendly packaging, and all of them very, very good price. Actually, the best prices for a lot of products you'll find anywhere. Go check them out and actually get some free stuff. So here's what you got to do. Go to publicgoods.com forward slash MindPump. Use the code MindPump at checkout, and you can actually get $15 off your first purchase, which means technically you can get $15 worth of free stuff. Then we talk about Airbnb giving homes to refugees from Afghanistan, which is really cool. I read a quote from Henry Ford that we discussed. Then we talked about information and the future. Justin talked about his upcoming weekend where he's alone. Yeah.
1: Uh-oh. Well, I can't wait.
0: Light the candles, <laughs> fill up the tub, all have that, a good all time. That stuff. Also, he's going to be using Z-Biotics because he enjoys the occasional glass of whiskey. And Z-Biotics is a genetically modified probiotic drink designed to offset the negative effects of alcohol. Ladies and gentlemen, this stuff works. Like, literally, in my experience, I drank this before I drank alcohol The next day, I feel uh, really eerily like I had no alcohol whatsoever. I feel really good. Go check this company out. Uh, They sell out very fast, by the way. So if there's some available, hurry up and grab some. Head over to zbiotics.com. That's Z-B-I-O-T-I-C-S.com forward slash Mind Pump. Use the code Mind Pump 10. That's Mind Pump 10 at checkout for 10% off. And then we gave a shout out to our friends over at Squat University. Then we got into the questions. Here's the first one What are the best ways to train your triceps? So we go all all over tricep training in that part of the episode. The next question this person wants to know if it's worthwhile to train the biceps with heavy weight and really low reps. The third question this person works out in their basement, the ceiling is low, can't do overhead presses, wants to know if a Z press on the floor is a good alternative. And then the final question. This person just started our flagship workout program, MAPS Anabolic, and wants to know why the hell it's so damn effective. So we kind of break it down and talk about all the components in this program that you might be able to add to your workout to make it much more effective. Also, all month long, two workout programs are on sale right now, 50% off, MAPS Performance and MAPS Suspension. So they're both 50% off. You can learn more about them or just sign up at mapsfitnessproducts.com. Just make sure to use the code September 50. That's September 50 with no space for, for the that discount. discount. Hey, have you guys been getting DMs about this new like science formula that predicts the best way to build muscle? Have you guys seen any of this? <laughs> no. There's right. a new one. Is it a well, real thing? So in Science Daily, this is the title. By the way, great site if you want to just read studies on anything you could possibly think of. This is the title of this of the the article. Mathematical model predicts the best way to build muscle. So this is the University of Cambridge, and researchers have developed a mathematical model that can predict the optimum exercise regimen. When people show up 90% of the time, they
2: build 50 more percent muscle than... (laughs) Well, then you read
0: read the study, and you read the article, and it's like, there's not anything really that we're learning that's new at all. It's just very complicated. But here's the end of the article. It's the last paragraph. Eventually... The researchers hope to produce a user-friendly software-based application that could give individualized exercise regimes for specific goals. Wow.
3: <laughs> really? <Wow.
0: laughs> I, well, I hope you figure that out. Yeah, I know.
3: <laughs> no, I mean- I, Thank God, the God mean for the time. equation. Yeah, yeah. You know,
0: it, stuff like this is, uh, it, like, I know it's exciting to read about it, and that's why I'm bringing this up, but there's so, there's so many individual moving parts, and also- we've already figured it out. We've already figured out generally what works and what doesn't work. You guys are a little late. We've been doing this for a long time now.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Welcome to the party.
0: Yeah. You know, compound lifts, work a muscle two, three times a week, get stronger, you know, use resistance, rest periods. We know this already. Right. Phaser workouts. Yeah. yeah. So I can't wait for that study to come out. Like, you know, (laughs) Cambridge university spends $500 million and figures out that, uh, you know, You need to do, uh, you know, anywhere between five to 20 reps to maximize muscle. It needs to be intense. Oh, thank you. All right. Thank you for that study,
2: Finally. Doug. Do you uh, do you know what space movie came out in
3: 1992? Don't do it. <laughs> don't, don't do it. I don't know, but we could Google that. <laughs> you can don't do it. Google you it, Doug. Don't, don't it. want to Google. Tell that. me what space movie
2: came out in 1992. <laughs> I, I How does that? Okay. So how did,
0: did someone hack Google? Yes, We're not going to portray anything that, of that search. I, I so can't you can't know. even. We can't even allude to the you title. Can't even. Come on. Yes, you can. It's on Google. It's just Google. I it. mean, it's on I, Google. Did you just Google it, <laughs> Andrew? Just Google it. How is that? Oh. How is that even?
1: and how does that even work like that like why why when you search that,
2: yeah, does that happen? is that a movie is that a
0: real movie it has to looks be. like a real
2: movie it's that's on imdb so on IBD, it's there's kind of all the kinds craziest of craziest titles clips. I've ever yeah. seen. I
3: just, uh, hey, I, I don't remember this I don't movie being a child out. right now, I but <laughs> I don't it just remember <laughs> this, yeah. I don't think it, it was marketed, I think to it was like a C
0: or D 12. level, 12. Movie. maybe, yeah. Yeah. maybe, but yeah, you could try this at home. <laughs> it's, definitely, it's definitely a D level movie. <laughs> yeah, you know be prepared saying. though, because <laughs> it's not what you would expect. you, you want to hear something hilarious? Okay, oh my, I do, I want to hear hilarious. I was okay, so. My daughter's now getting to the age now where, you know, she's, gonna, she's getting close to becoming a teenager. So <laughs> hormones are starting to oh boy. come through. Yeah, you're starting to see the mood swings and stuff. And it's kind of like, as a dad, I'm just like, oh, my God, what the? F-? Anyway, we're all hanging out last night and we're talking. And l- we, luckily, we have a good relationship where everybody talks about this kind of stuff. And I'm like, what's it like with your mom? Because you know they they they're with their mom half the time and they're with me half the time. And to- I know I totally fishing right now. Oh yeah. And I know <laughs> what's it like. I know just from experience. And this is a stereotype, but I think there's some truth to this that you know, teenage girls, when they when they're you know having these changes, they tend to go battle with mom. It tends to be mom and, and daughters, right? That during this period of time, right. And so I'm like, what's it like at at home? And she's like, oh, it's, you know, it's fine. And my son's like, no, it's not. I'm like, what? (laughs) And He goes, it's like, he goes at least three times a week. They'll like get in this huge blowout fight. And I'll just be like, whatever. Because I guess he's used to it. And he goes, and then they'll be on the couch hugging each other and crying. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Bro, I was dying. I'm like, thank God I'm not there to see that. Because it doesn't happen wow. it doesn't happen with me, you know. Yeah. Uh, I understand. Like, moms and daughters have a different kind of connection. Yeah. But I, I could just picture them like, hammering you know going oh, at you know, man. war and then oh. at the end hugging the each other teenage years man is, oh, is, is, is it is Getting it, it inevitable
2: you know this is a dad question i have for you guys since you're so far ahead of me is it inevitable that your child will say they hate you one day oh, oh man like is that oh, i don't say that i know lady. i just think about like that you see yeah. that right a kid gets so angry right they get yeah. so angry at their mom and it could be something stupid right or dad like telling them they can't do something yeah. Yeah. and then i hate you
3: like uh, I, I don't know if I how oh, I'm, I'm gonna to receive that. To that,
2: when that, sure. that you have yeah.
3: to. You just you have to act like. Is it inevitable? Does it happen? Yeah, Doug, have well, you yeah, got I sure that? I hate is. you yet, Doug? No, I haven't. Oh, fortunately, yeah. It, it, and yet,
0: my son did the. He did something probably even worse. He told because remember, like I said, they're half with their mom and then half with us. He told his mom he'd rather be at my house one time when they were fighting. Food. which that is really yeah, it's a, that's yeah. A nice it's a low and i had a real good conversation with him yeah. about that i said you'd never say that. i love
2: dad more than you, you in said, case you're never. wondering no he didn't say that
0: he didn't go that far <laughs> yeah, you're going to disneyland son <laughs> yeah you didn't go that far but it's just it's yeah. just yeah it's high five little yeah. boy and you know they're, they're they're at the age where they get embarrassed you know by you know by stuff like we're listening to you know music and My daughter's like, this is, you know, change it. You know, she gets all rude about it. I'm like, listen, ask nicely or I'm not going to anyway. So we ended up putting on some music and we're listening to it. And it's a song that I have, like, there's a little bit of a story to it. Right. So I start talking. So uh, this song came out when I was in my daughter's like, oh, and she like rolls her eyes in the back seat. (laughs) Can I just listen to the song and I'm like, wow, dude. <laughs> <laughs> She's on the back history. I'm like, come
2: on, man, you got all this information you want to <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah. But you know what it is, though. you know, you're still that guy too. Like if you introduce a movie to us uh-huh. and we're watching, like, okay,
0: so here's what oh, wait, to standing, watch this part right, right here. Yeah. This is a part where he's yeah. this, yeah. this is what
1: the director was thinking. <laughs> you know, right in this moment. Yeah. But know, know, like, bro, I'm yeah. watching it right hey, now. Hey, you I'll wait
0: it dude, out. because as it, you know, because. You have to pick and choose your battles, right? Because right, I'm like, uh, am I going to like kid her out of the, kick okay, out so of the can, car? Okay, so can, can <laughs> we talk, take yourself to school?
1: Yeah. We got to talk about the new Matrix, dude. Since you brought, oh, this up. like, dude, we, so we all excited. got to see the trailer. And, Christmas, right? Okay, what's your initial impression? I mean, does it look like something that's going to be a winner, or you know, are, are you a little bit reserved?
0: Matrix for me is the uh, you know the original one, especially. Uh, yeah. it's got to be one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah, and the, based on the trailer. It looks like, because in the last Matrix, the very, very last one, I think it was that one, where they said basically that Neo was like, he was like the... Uh, you know, like the end of the formula. Like there's like, like missing pieces that because the formula is not a round number, mm-hmm. it's inevitable you're gonna have neos. He was the I don't he's know the what, anomaly. He was yeah. the what you would call it. They said something like we've had an infinite number of you. Mm-hmm. We have to constantly deal with you. So I feel like it's like they're trying to figure out how to control that. And so yeah. he's got. It seems like he's got some amnesia in the in the trailer yeah, that was and- the
1: whole part of the trailer i got was he's just sort of and it, it'll be interesting to see how they like introduce him into that world again uh because it's just like it looks like they're trying to portray like our world now right like with all the phones and yeah. you know the way that we're living and everything and uh and, and then kind of repeating some of the process yeah. with the blue pill red pill stuff Dude,
0: how many people today presented with with the matrix would bl- 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 gladly be like, put me in, plug me in. I don't yeah. want to be oh, in the I real know. world. I believe world we're world. going that way. I know, dude. I plug hope they the have, some,
2: I hope they draw some parallels to that. Yeah. Like it kind of alluded in the, in the preview of like people all staring at their phones and computers. Yeah. So I hope they draw some, some parallels to that, to, to modern time and what we're dealing with right now. It'd be um, a
1: trip. If you'll see any pops up on somebody's iPad. Hey, I'm Neil, let yeah. out. <laughs>
2: yeah. But I mean, in, uh, historically, uh, has a part four ever done good?
0: No. Uh, ever I don't think so. Uh Rocky four. <laughs> he always with the Rocky, so of dude Of course, so you refer yeah. to that hey, hey, You're no. right, Rocky 4 was awesome Every <laughs> Rocky was amazing yeah, yeah. No, and it wasn't No, No, I'll no, 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 that. hold on a second Hold on a second Of course Stop You knew that was coming Putting words in I, my mouth I, I totally, Okay, I, Rocky 1 I get that I get One it. of the greatest love stories I've ever told <laughs> okay, Rocky 2, it. great movie Painful, Rocky 3 sucked yeah. Okay, I know all the people, fans No, it was a crappy movie But it was cool to watch 4 is the Russian, right? 4 is when he fought the Russian And it was cheesy and all that stuff, but I it, loved did, it. It did well on the box office. Oh, and I think it was my favorite. I think it's the
1: best one. It's dude, my favorite. Personally. I've watched
0: that
2: one more than any other one for
0: sure. Yeah. It, it, so. it was definitely. It's got the so best. You win. that yeah. That's got
2: to be the only one, though, right? Can you think of an, a part four of S- any Star anyone? Wars?
0: Yeah. Well
2: <laughs> That's they it started
0: was the out same. with part four. That's, That's right, why. yeah. Yeah, because that, that technically wasn't right. Yeah. yeah. You know what I watched the other night that I hadn't seen in a long time? So this is a kind of a weird movie that I loved as a kid, uh Saturday Night Fever. So when I was a, a teenager, oh, yeah. I found this movie and I Chirota. loved it. Yeah, right away because I thought he was so cool, you know, he's an Italian dude and he gets all the chicks or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, I hadn't watched tight, this since I was, I pants. haven't watched it since I was in high school. I put it on again last night and I'm watching it and I didn't realize how big a douchebags all the characters were in that movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. They are terrible people. I don't I remember. Really like cat collars that. or what? Dude, what? they're terrible. Yeah. The way that they're, yeah, all of that. Total douchebags and shitty fucks. And it's just, I was watching, I'm like, holy cow, this is <laughs> terrible. This would not fly today whatsoever at yeah. all. Still entertaining though. Yeah. <laughs> but, you think
2: uh, we're going to see, like, canceling of old movies and stuff like that? I mean, dude, there's a lot of stuff back then, <laughs> back in the 80s and before that was pretty much
1: to cancel at that point. Yeah, right? I don't know. You ever <laughs> watch- stay out of certain eras. Oh, watch uh, Blazing Saddles. Yeah. No, I told you guys about this. Like, my parents, like, played that movie for my kids thinking it's a funny movie. <laughs> That's I'm right. I'm sitting in, so. and I'm like, this is not appropriate. Dude, <laughs> this is really bad. Like, dude. it's just like, it, it's like shock value- Humor, and so like back then, I think it was really funny, just because it was like,
0: "Wow, that's really shocking!" And and, but now it's just
1: it's just gross and offensive.
0: Yeah, it's like a little like ah, definitely. You know what else is? Okay, if you ever want to trip yourself out, watch old cartoons. So like watch old Tom and Jerry. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. they're smoking cigarettes. Coyote, you know Tom, you know or Jerry dresses up like a girl. Pound alcohol. yeah, Yeah, and then goes and then Jerry's like totally like molesting her or whatever going yeah. after her. and you're watching dude, this, this is pepe kids? le pew dude yeah. like yeah. like going around well, that's trying why they to get try that, to that cat cancel him. yeah trying to cancel him. oh yeah pepe le pew is actually dude, is. he was
1: for sure the most aggressive
2: i i got some like crazy interesting news and I'm, I'm gonna need doug to fact check me because i I only, I only read it in one place and it was like late last night so i don't have the time to like go down the rabbit hole but did you guys hear what amazon is doing mm-hmm. as far with school loans No. No. Oh, you guys didn't hear this. uh -uh. So Amazon has vowed to pay for all hourly employees' school loans. That's over like 150,000 employees that work for them as hourly. Now, how
0: does this work? Do they they pay it over time wow. if you stay there and it's part of your- So th- these are the details that I'll need Doug to help me out with because I don't
2: know exactly what the, the rules are as far as like, how do you get it re reinvert- Here it is right here. Amazon to cover 100% of college tuition for US hourly employees. So
0: if you work there, the, then that's part of the, the benefits. How cool is that? Is that? Also offer- that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. You that's, know what though? This is what I would is say. Crazy. Here's what I would say as an employee. I'd be like, just give me money. Well, yeah. Just take the, whatever you're going to pay me for my inter, you know, my. It sounds. I like mean, a it's great, just, it's yeah, it's
1: an incentive. Like yeah. I, I think some people get um, you know bought into certain <laughs> companies because they do things like that. Like certain things resonate with them. Well, and, do you
2: think that they worked some sort of a deal out? Maybe even with maybe. like the banks
1: and stuff. Like
2: hey, like we'll be able to pay you outright on these loans, or or would you?
0: I don't know if they take them over. That's different than saying we'll pay it. You know, it would be different if they bought the loan. Uh, versus if they just you show them the loan. Oh, so your thought, your theory, they give is it to you in your check
2: while you're while you're going. or working there. They will allocate certain amount of money to over towards your loan. Yeah. I think it, I think they will pay you in full. Is what they're.
3: Yeah, it's a fifty-two hundred dollar cap per employee. Oh, cap per right. year. Okay. okay, so it won't cover most. It's not going to pay for Harvard. So you only, yeah. you only
0: have to wait work there for forty years. <laughs>
3: and <it's, laughs> you year college paid <laughs> And they're also limiting it to fields like IT, healthcare, transportation. Yeah. So it's not going to be you know gender studies or something like that.
0: Yeah. By the uh-huh. way, this is this is uh, really awesome because it displays just how great competitive markets are because their com- tech is so competitive. Yeah. That's that a selling point, right? There. It is, and then you have Google, which they're still doing, and I guess it's taken off where they're doing these certificates. These I think is it Google six month, so six month courses that they'll weigh as heavily as a bachelor degree. Yeah, and and I, are, I feel like this is the, kind of the natural cool. progression to yeah. that. Like so this whole I.
2: like the, like that's like the first thing. Oh, we'll start paying for some of your school before long. It's going to be like you go to our school. Yeah. And then you guaranteed job here, or whatever. And again,
0: this is the beauty of the market. As it gets more advanced, you, not you don't just attract customers with product and price, although that's still king. But you also throw other things in to attract the type of customer you want. For example, uh, our partner Public Goods, right? So Public Goods sells home products. They sell dog food. They sell you know other products there, and and their whole thing is you save money, minimal packaging environmentally um definitely environmentally conscious very low cost very very extremely low cost but they're also doing this uh carbon neutral thing where for every for whatever carbon footprint they put out they'll grow that many trees to offset it oh that's correct. so they're oh, neutral wow. Carbon neutral as part is, of their... Is it
2: every time someone buys something or is a certain amount that is spent? Do you know, Doug, what that is? I know that they did something like every that. Every order. Oh, every one order. One tree. Oh,
0: no way. Wow. Wow. sick.
1: You know what you can grow Don't to do that? Me, man. I, I remember reading that, like how just, just one tree can impact the environment like so positively versus, uh, you know, what your output of
0: carbon do is. Do you know what plant, there's a plant that does that incredibly and grows very fast? Cannabis. Uh, cannabis. Cannabis is a phenomenal a uh, mm. plant to capture carbon I didn't know that. How, it's also, why did I not know that? It also grows very very quickly yeah. and what you can also cannabis not do. Yeah, and know. you yeah. can also it's... use cannabis to make medicines or, you know, fun stuff. How could you not be? <laughs> <how could> <laughs> you <laughs> not be pro marijuana? For for, for people. so many good right? things. Yeah. I think a lot of people are pro marijuana that's just they forget. Yeah. We gotta do something about that. What made me uh, think of this
2: was, like, you you know, you brought the other day. You were starting to bring like good news. I, I, I want to make a a conscious effort to be a platform that, especially in a time right now when there's so much negative bullshit and separating all of us and talking about all the bad stuff, like to try and bring like really cool things that companies and people and positive things that are happening. Uh, I saw another one with Airbnb. I didn't know Airbnb did did this. Also, they have like a um, nonprofit arm. And they will they are going to be housing twenty thousand uh refugees from Afghan.
0: Wow. Yeah, from Afghanistan. Afghanistan.
2: Yeah. Twenty thousand will be housed through Airbnb. And they basically give a voucher to owners. So let's say we rented some of our houses oh, I on like Airbnb. That they Airbnb picks up the bill and says hey we would like to rent your house for the entire year or whatever like that here's a voucher for that that's great yeah, yeah. and they they obviously they don't got to pay their Airbnb fees so they save a little there so that it's going to be a discounted rate so i get what we would normally make as far as
0: wow um, that's really interesting i know Very i cool. would guess that if you if you were this is my assumption okay so i, I obviously have nothing to back this up but i would assume that if you took someone like that and put them in your place, it, that they would probably be excellent uh, people in your home because they're out, they're probably very grateful. Mm-hmm. And in my experience, um, you know, immigrants that come over that way tend to be very. They tend to really value what, you know what they have. That's just my
2: yeah. That's a positive thought.
0: I don't know how true that is though. You're right, but I, but it, that, that's that's my assumption. Because
2: I believe that there's stuff to support. When people get things for free, they're less likely to treat it well, right? Well, it's not entirely...
0: You're right, but it's not entirely for free. It's like, hey, you you're, not, free. You know, you're not under the Taliban anymore. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, like, true. hey,
2: welcome... I mean, I, 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 I want to believe what you're saying is 100% true, and that yeah. somebody in that situation would be so grateful and appreciative that they would go above and beyond yeah. to take care of that, but... You know, human behavior is interesting. Uh-huh. You know?
0: Actually, I got a quote for you, Adam, that I would love uh, to talk about because I, I didn't know, actually post You ever do this on Facebook where it says, you know, eight years ago you posted this or whatever. And sometimes it makes me sad because I see old videos of my kids and stuff and I'm like, oh, why'd you show me this? But every once in a while I see a meme or a quote that I posted that I totally forgot about. This is a quote from Henry Ford. I think it's absolutely brilliant. Oh, I and, love it's, Henry Ford's it's, and it's a great thing. I think this will start a good conversation. So here's the quote: If I had asked people what they wanted, they would have said faster horses. Mm. So that's a quote from Henry Ford. In other words, yeah, you know, in mm-hmm. business, you're always told ask your customers what they want. Uh-huh. But when you're really innovating, like they're not yeah. going to even come you have up to with think beyond them. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. it's like I I didn't ask them because what are they going to say? They want faster horses. No. I thought that was a very interesting you got to be a
1: special kind of entrepreneur, though, to to have. Right. I
2: think right away, I think of the Elon Musk, the Jeff Bezos, people like that. If you ask those guys, you know, or what the fields are in, oh, could you make this, uh, you know, could you make mail delivered faster? And, you know, Bezos thinks, like, I'm going to reinvent it completely and turn it upside down. And you're asking the wrong question, right? Like, they, they have the ability to see a whole different vision. Yeah.
0: You know, for a long time, the U.S. Postal Service, would, they just laughed and said, it's totally impossible to deliver things next day. They said, it's just not going to work. It'll never work. It's impossible. And then of course, Amazon's like, yeah, we can do it. And then now everybody's trying to, you know, everybody. Is there anything to
2: that comes to mind for you guys right now that seems like that? That seems like, oh, we'll be, we'll have to use this way of doing things forever because it's just, there's no way to do it. in if feasible way to do it any other way that will get disrupted. You know what? Like, what's the next big industry to get disrupted? That's a good question. You know what I think with DMV, the, will never
1: get disrupted. Anyway.
0: <laughs> in, unless we decentralize it. Yeah. yeah dude, my, my son's going to get his license and you go on the DV, DMV and it's like, what did I just go back in time? It is, it is it, it, they got like micro features there, I was dude. Like, this is insane! Like yeah. this paper, stamp it here, bring it over here, do here. Just recently, they just recently moved past the, like the green
2: screen computers. It wasn't even that long ago. I remember it was a few years ago. I went in there, I thought I saw
0: green yeah, like, screen because Oregon Trail on here, dude. Yeah, awesome. Like, really? Oh, yeah. you know what? You know what? I think with delivery, I think that not too long from now, we're going to be at a point where you'll buy something and you'll get it within an hour. It'll be literally within an hour, and it'll be delivered by drone. That's what I think. Well,
2: you know, and I wonder yeah. how long that will last in, in before you have the 3D printing thing.
1: Uh, the, we haven't right. talked about that in a long time. I, I wonder what uh, that looks like now in terms of um, that being – more retail or like, you know, like, cause it seems like the only people that are buying those are like these big companies that can justify, yeah. you know, they're making expensive. a bunch of figurines or, or, you know, uh, construction. Are they really that crazy? Something. We've
2: actually, we yeah, have a lot expensive. of actually mind pump listeners that have them. Like small home. ones, yeah. not like
0: huge no, industrial. But yeah. But what will be really, um, disrupting is expensive right now. The, the ones that you could buy, they're pretty basic. But can't, it's you know, still a novelty. It's not like yes, something real functional. Yes, but when it gets to the point where you could buy a 3D printer and it can print complex things and with well, different textures and different materials, that's going to be... I can't think of anything that off the top of my head that's going to be more disrupting than that. Because theoretically, you should be able to with a 3D printer, it, this technology will exist, well, where you could 3D print drugs and medicines through molecules. You'll literally be able to say... I want this particular medicine, and it'll 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 be able to print it for you.
2: Or that'll be highly regulated. Or th- that
0: that and making guns will be the last thing we'll, we'll be able to do. Or 3D print yeah. organs. It'll take your own DNA, grow tissue, and boom, you have a liver or you have a heart. Well, we're, we're
1: so attached to our phone right now, but that has to be you know disrupted hard. And it's going to be a hard transition, mm. but the whole augmented reality thing, I think you know does to me, it looks like it's a feasible thing. And then the glasses thing, it just hasn't really taken off yet, right? Like people aren't just like putting glasses on and want to see holograms or whatnot, but at some point it's going to make sense because then it's like you're going to have this whole, um, you know, signage and, you know, basically minority report where you're like walking past, uh, different stores and their marketing to you and all kinds of crazy. So stuff I, I still envision it the, as
2: the next leap or transition as like this, you know, hovering kind of ball, like, you know, almost like a uh, drone <laughs> that just like is, is like attached to you. Like if you have like, maybe you have the actual phone or something that's in your it's just, pocket. I it's I had, so
1: it's so funny. Like I told you guys, I wrote a science fiction novel, like yeah. we called it the Nim. And it was like this little ball that just yes. would
2: fall you around. Don't give it away. And, I, and I, yeah. I feel it'll be just like with like Siri and everything. It'll be all voice activated. Call Justin. Text Sal this. Order me this. Uh-huh. And it and it's and it's it's recording me. So yeah. like oh reply. Put that up on my Instagram. You know oh throw that up on TikTok. It's like Your little
0: servant. You yes. Know, but and it'll be able to do yeah. a lot so of that. Now, stuff. Are people gonna gonna fly back and forth to the moon first or is that gonna happen? <laughs> be- <laughs> <laughs> we should have like a I whole... I definitely think... Th- I think this is first. I think, th- I
2: think we're not far with... When you look at the way drones... How popular drones Dude, are getting and how Do cool you know how...
0: Do you, do you guys even realize how disrupting it will be when you can record everything you see all day long? Do you have any idea what that's going to do to... To just mankind. I
2: think we're already seeing that. You already see people You're that are moving towards it. holding people accountable because of something they were recorded, yeah. doing, or said, or posted.
0: Imagine arguing with your spouse. Like, you said, no, I didn't. I said this. Yeah. Oh, fuck, I'm wrong. It, it, you know, what? I, <laughs> the,
2: right. It'll be interesting what it does to our society, too, as far as being a better human. Do you think that, like, I think there's going to be natural growing pains and a lot of resistance and a lot of people that are going to hate all that. But you would think that because you're watched and you're recorded and... But
0: does that make you a better person or is it that you're fearful? So, like, in other words, you know, I don't kill someone... Because yeah. I don't want to go to jail. Not because I think it's wrong to yeah, kill. Yeah, I don't.
2: I don't think that fixes internally what's going on inside. But it may make you a better person in society. Like you may not. You may. You're less likely to say something mean or hurtful or do yeah, something. Yeah, just knowing you're person. more accountable. You may still be an asshole actions. inside. I don't know. I here's the here's the devil's advocate. <laughs> keep my asshole inside. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> here's here's the devil's advocate. of doesn't fixing that. I know. Here's the, the devil's advocate in me is like, look, prison. People in prison are highly, highly, highly monitored, and they're fucked. They do terrible things to each other. When you feel like you're constantly being watched, it might change your behaviors, but I don't know if it's going to change. See, I but I don't, but I don't think way. it'll
2: it'll work like that. I think it'll work the way we're watching it happen right now. Like, I mean, how? What you guys? I guarantee, just like me, you before you post something on Instagram. You think about it, uh, you take a moment and you pause. You think, is is this, am I saying this the way I want to say it? Or are people going to take this out of context and how will, you think about that now? Where before you may not do that, you would be with friends and you'd say how you feel and you would do things no matter what. So you're already self-regulating you have naturally. Black, you know, you'll
0: have a black market for conversations. <laughs> Seriously, you'll meet up with your friends. And totally, turn everything you gotta off. Turn it off, like, like, bro. 30. Here's what I really think. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Some kind of EMP. Again, I don't measure. disagree.
2: That's the, to your back to your point of like, it's not going to change people internally, but socially, it may change the way we interact with each other. And you we may have a overall better interaction with people because of self-regulation based off of that. Oh,
0: man. You know what's weird is that, uh, and didn't the the government step in and say, we don't know if this this merger can happen where you had, uh, like, I think it was Fitbit and Google or something like that. Oh um, yeah, yeah. And the, too the, much power. Well, again, imagine if you have these devices on you that measure heart rate, yeah. hormones, all your health uh, measures, eye pupils, all that stuff, and then advertisers are using these metrics to see and then politicians, here's the real fucking problem. Mm-hmm. Po- all the same advertising science you get with advertising is used by politicians to scare you or to get you, you know, angry or whatever. This is why it's so effective nowadays. Yeah. So if they can like measure your Oh, their pulse goes up a little bit when we do this, and we notice a little bit of, you know, that this this person gets a slightly aroused, and we notice the pupils increase here, and they can perfect to the point where they can literally move you in all kinds of weird directions. That's going to be
2: well. There's there's some people that believe that's already happening with like you know the whole uh, idea of like uh, Facebook and they're you know recording you and paying attention to you through the cameras and stuff. I think it's already being done. I just think it's the thing that everyone's scared about or what they freak out about is like they're, you know, oh my God, evasion of privacy. They're going to use all this. It's like all they care about is selling you more. So if they are using that, it's literally for things like that. Like, oh, this person got hit with this Facebook ad, their expression, they smiled, yeah. their eyes lit up, their pupils dilated. Like, okay. that And there's an algorithm to try and, you know, market to them better. I think if it's being used, it's being used like that already.
0: Yeah. But you they're know, just not saying anything about it. Other people it. get their hands on that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't it's Yeah, this, it's, like it's, it's, I don't it's interesting. There's a dark
1: side to all the advancements for sure.
0: Yeah. I mean, more information. I had this conversation with my son. Uh, it wasn't that long ago. All of us can remember this when literally this was what people said. If we just have access to all the information, if the average man or average person has access to all the information, we will solve all of our problems because it's lack of information. And in the past, the the people who had power were the ones that had access to information they were the they they were the the door to the information so in the past it was the church or the clergy or the nobles and people didn't read they had to ask them what does this book say give me the information and then all of a sudden the printing press came out people could own books it definitely caused lots of advancements and this stuff but now because information's so available and all over the place and they're constantly bombarding you with shit People with power are the ones that can sift through the information and know what to ignore.
2: Yeah, that's the wisdom you know I mean? thing that you always talk about. Yeah. But I mean, I was just I was just uh, listening to this podcast with this. It was real estate talk and some like of that. But they were actually talking about the uh, the millennials. That generation is actually the the most educated generation that we've had yet. Yeah. So they're they're getting smarter. We're getting smarter as a society. Maybe we still do stupid shit. Maybe it yeah. doesn't replace wisdom. But as far as being more educated and uh, knowing more technically, that's true. 100%. I mean, that's happening. Yeah,
0: when they look at the statistics too, um, people coming up are less likely to commit crimes, less likely to be addicted mm-hmm. to drugs. But there is there are a couple uh, statistics that are alarming. Anxiety has is constantly rising. Anxiety so, is fertility is going down too. Yeah, right? fertility that's that has to, probably has to do with like environmental factors and yeah. health. And, um, and uh, mental think- health issues. Did you know today, This I read this the other day. I would love to look it up to confirm it. The average person today has anxiety levels, reported anxiety levels, that would have gotten them admitted in the 1950s. Yeah. So that's how much higher the anxiety level is today than it was you know 70 years ago. We were I was just talking to a client about this today
2: and part of her job is to she works with like the, the HR department and their their health insurance with the company and stuff like that and they they have all these crazy things they monitor. And she says last year the the rise in anxiety depression, uh, like, medica- like she, can- she can't see the people, like, it's obviously yeah. they're protected by, like, their names and stuff, but they can see statistics, like, you know, 10, 100 people did this, 10 people did that, um, and she said the last year there was a dramatic rise. Well, in all- think
0: about when we were kids, right? So we grew up as little kids during the, some dangerous times of the Cold War, so in the 80s, right, you had the Soviet Union, the US, and however, we weren't constantly bombarded with the dangers of that. You know when we were reminded when we did that once a year drill where you'd have to go into the desk? Yeah. And then that was it. And if you wanted to watch the news in the 80s, you had to tune in at 6 p.m. with your dad and it's boring. Nobody gets their Specific days, too. Yeah, now if you're a kid, you go, I don't care where you go, Roblox, you go on Instagram, you go, you're constantly reading shit all the time and not only that, and then in school, they're like it's better to inform the kids of the dangers of the world that they have no influence over. Yeah. So you're in 4th grade, you come home and you're like, "Mom, dad, the earth is going to end." And it's like, "Why would you tell a 4th grader? Yeah. They don't know what they can't control any of that. And they have they no turn say." Into Greta
1: Thunberg's and then yeah. they are like preaching it on yeah. every other I mean, kid.
2: I I I largely, not all, but largely blame social media for a lot of the rise in totally. that stuff. I yeah. mean, it just we never had the the news cycle in your face that fast, to that to that many people, yeah. um, and because it's it's attracted so many of the young minds. Like you said too, like when you were a kid, even if you're if you had parents that watched the news religiously every night, you weren't watching. I yet. knew.
1: Not, did you guys well, know? The about- worst is they only pay attention to the titles. They don't even yeah. read the articles. But
0: and when they you're they a just kid, pass those look, on. What what wars happened in the eight? Didn't we invade a couple places at Kosovo and I don't know. Did you guys know about this shit in elementary school? I had no fucking idea. No, I had no idea. Had no idea. No. Kids know everything now. Yeah, they're yeah. constantly bombarded. And I'm glad I didn't. I did. You know why? Did you know one of the one of the uh, who was I talking to? I was talking to somebody who this is what they do. They work with people who are anxious, and you know they they help treat them. They say one of the number one most effective things that they have them do turn off their social media. Turn off social media for sure. That's I it. mean, I feel turn like off if, the news and turn off social media.
2: You're, we're all pretty self aware and and pay attention to that stuff like that, and we're not on social media that much in comparison to I think the average person and you know, I find myself. There's times where I mean, you were just talking about Justin earlier. Like yeah. somebody DMs you, and you catch yourself. Like, you get I, trapped. Yeah, I'm like, I, why
1: I, am I defending myself?
2: Yeah, now? I'm like, I'm, yeah. I'm like, I'm arguing with this person. I have no idea who the fuck they are. Right. They don't care about me. I don't care about them. But yet, they've just sucked 20 minutes of my time of me going like, what? And then, yeah. and the way I, in the, you know, it's what drives me crazy is like, once I start and I get into it, like. I want to finish. I want to finish my point, or I want to like. I want to win.
1: Yeah, Yeah.
2: I mean, you ain't gonna win nobody cares. And and it's like, I just want to
1: express my full thought, you know, to its to its extent, right? You know, and it's so it's like you don't you don't get the full amount of it unless I really like pour myself into it, and and then now you find yourself like hours later like trying to express all of it. Well, and I just
2: I justify it as oh it's a healthy debate and this is good for me to talk to people that disagree with me so I can listen to their point of view so I have this justification going on in my my head exactly while I'm doing thinking. it, but then the way it makes me feel, I'm I'm anxious, I'm angry. Protect
0: and- your men- your mental health, just like you, pre- you protect totally. your physical health. That's yeah. literally what you have to do. Like Jessica is really good at this; she turns it all off, and she's like, "I feel so much better." And I'm like, you know, I, I that's a smart strategy. It's a very smart strategy when you start to find yourself. Because bad news, we are wired to follow bad news because it was beneficial, evolutionarily speaking. That's why even the three of us or the four of us, we can get together and one of us will start it off. Hey, did you see what happened today? And so-and-so, oh my God. Okay. And the next thing you know, it's like 45 minutes of us making ourselves well, feel more angry.
1: Dude, we used to have like positive, hopeful messages out there, you know, like like that we're getting a lot more media coverage and publicity. and It's like, there's nothing, yeah. nothing I can point to as an example of a leader out there, uh, you know, really taking the reins with that, trying to bring people together. Everybody is motivated to separate. Sports, it's all we have. It makes me sick.
2: Yeah, not even, even that, though, they try to get into. No, the, dude, it's in yeah, sports yeah, yeah, now, They try bro. to fuck
1: my sports up the last couple years. <laughs> yeah, dude, stay away, that dude. That used to be a safe haven. Yeah, it is yeah. supposed to be a
2: safe haven. Oh, I, I think that's why I was yeah. so passionate about that a couple years ago. I was just like, like oh, you want on, to chill?
1: Dude?
0: Sorry, guy. Yeah, <laughs> you I can't know. chill. Uh, did you see, by the way, speaking of this stuff, did you guys uh so you know that trump is going to be commentating on the fight that or, or on that fight right yes yes, on that right? Right? yes, okay. yes right. did you uh did you hear his comment on uh he said what would what would happen if he got in the, in the ring with biden he's like a about or some yeah. shit." <laughs> what
2: are you doing bro you know what why From, are you talking i about don't know it? if it's just because i'm following different stuff <laughs> or what but uh ever since he got you know banned and kicked off of twitter and, and the social platforms i don't see any news around him anymore yeah i never get anything not like i used to like no, for no, but he still
1: gets blame for everything which is interesting <laughs> Yeah.
2: Well,
0: that's on purpose. They, they they shut him down pretty good. Yeah. Oh no, they obviously
2: yeah. they did because Everything I, in
1: California isn't working. Like said, I said, I used to get yeah.
2: stuff on on what he's saying or what come like I do pop in my feed like all the time. Where now I don't see. It. I thought he. It feels like to me he's disappeared.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's oh. by design. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's very <laughs> yeah, effective. <laughs> by the way. <laughs> yeah very very interesting amount you should you definitely need to protect your mental health and it's uh, again it's like uh, what you can ignore now is actually what gives you power right Before i just, i it think it's finding. really
2: important to all of our parents that are listening because i know that i i know that i'm going to it's something that i know i'm going to have to communicate to my son and i want to make sure that like and it, it's such a fine dance as a parent right like you don't want to be the parent who like put your kid on an island by saying he can't have these things. Like he can't use Instagram. He can't, And it's like, you don't want to be that parent because then they're going to revolt when they get out or get any free time or lie to you anyways. But at the same time too, you want to be able to make them aware of the power of this tool. It's like, Hey, this is, you know, what's
0: so important. Like it's always been important, but I see so much value in it now as a father, especially with electronics is to have a scheduled dinner time with the family. Mm hmm. Because if you don't, it's very easy to go an entire day and, and not all of us get together and connect, you know, because they're older now. My older kids are older now. So they go to school. Oh, got to come home. Got to do homework. Then everybody's on devices. But dinner time is scheduled. So, hey, guys, we're going to have dinner in 15 minutes. Be ready. Then they come down. We all eat dinner together. There's no electronics at the table. Conversation starts happening. What happened today? This is what happened. We have good com- and then And then afterwards is the cleanup. And this is very important the kids, the older kids, their job is to wash the dishes and put them away. And my daughter, especially will him and ha about it. Like, oh, I don't want to do whatever. But what ends up happening is we have great conversations and it's really honest to God. It's like a one and a half hour window every day that we get to hang out. Yeah. If we didn't do that, it would be so hard to get mm-hmm. that connection with everybody. And mm-hmm. so I'm so happy that that was instilled in me as a kid. Like that was a big deal. Like yeah, you don't yeah. miss dinner. You know, with mom you're
2: and dad. Uh, so, are you you're cooking for yourself right now, huh?
1: What's up? Yeah. I, to say, I mean, <laughs> you had yeah, the, the next, out or What's up? <laughs> there's like four days, dude. I'm like,
0: oh. I'm, Wait it, a minute. What? How long are you alone? Four days. Wow. Yeah. Wow. This, yeah. I'm you just gonna be come back with tennis elbow. What's going on?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: get
1: the
2: Courtney left already, right? She's gone she already. Left. Yeah. yeah so I, but you
1: have the boys though, still, right?
2: You gonna yeah. light the
0: candles, fill up the bathtub,
1: <laughs> dude? I I get I get crazy though. If I'm by myself, I just I, I get like stir crazy. I don't know how to chill, you know. And so I'm, I'm like, I guarantee I'm gonna be looking at certain walls. I'm like, I gotta do something with this wall. Or, <laughs> no. You know, I gotta go Home Depot. I gotta go get stuff. I like, I'm going to go on this rampage of just like, and and then the kids are always just like, Oh, can we just go like to the boardwalk dad or do
0: something fun? (laughs) So we'll see. I I might do that. Do you have a room or in your new place, do you have something that's like yours where you're going to make it, you know, kind of what you want? Yeah.
1: Downstairs. uh, I got uh, this room that is basically like an office room, but I'm going to turn it into kind of like, you know, a music man cave kind of you know with like leather couch and 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 like stupid sci-fi posters and you know like a record player and like i'll sit in there now you're gonna go all out
0: and make it like like sound dampening oh bro i got
1: all kinds of plans for this
0: oh (laughs) yeah i I I wanted to get
2: you something the other day but i didn't know if you would use it. it was this uh it looks like it was like a real fancy looking like globe but the globe opens up And where it will hold like a bottle of scotch. I've seen that. that, That's a a classic. Would you rock that or what? Would you put that? I mean, that's cool. Did you really? I
0: did. Now, if you get a nice one, they can get real expensive. Yeah, But that's a
1: classic. That's Yeah, Yeah, the one I... So there's this other... This company out of like Austin, Texas. They make these sick. Like, um, it's kind of like... uh, um, What's the... It's kind of like jukebox era kind of Mm. um, uh, uh, furniture. But they have one that had it was a record player, but also it was a bar at the same time. And so it was like a built-in speakers, and then you slide open this uh, this um, uh, cabinet, and you also have the record player
0: in there with a full bar. I was like, oh, Dude, right. "This is sick. Oh, that's cool." You so, know what? I, you know what would cool? it would be cool. It'd be like a stormtrooper, just like a life-size stormtrooper. Like, <laughs> <laughs> don't laugh like you don't think that's cool. Right I mean, now.
1: yeah, but like. <laughs> I, I,
0: Don't pretend like the, you, you know,
1: wouldn't be excited I, if s- I got that. for you. Speaking of, of drinking, so that's it like am, a little am, kid. Like yeah. I wanted to be like a man cave. Yeah,
2: yeah. it's a big one,
0: a big. It's speaking company. of drinking a bar, Did it. you
2: guys ever see that jukebox thing Maybe. that I told you guys about years ago? That where you could you pay for songs. It's all it's all digital, right? So you come into a bar. It, the funny part was the first time I ever saw this was actually at my little hometown cowboy hick bar place. I thought it was crazy. They had this big old jukebox thing on the wall and it looks almost like a what's that tonal thing, right? Like it looks like a big mirror. And it's digital. Oh, it's and, an app. And you download an app on your phone and you can control the jukebox there. And I have you, seen that. you buy Sick. all the songs and you can outbid. So if like let's say Sal came in he's like, Oh, I want to play the next five songs, and he pays a dollar. I can see you can what. Bump it. I, yeah, I can bump it by paying two dollars to get my song to no, go. First. We're listening to Pink. I know. I just thought it was, it was I saw brilliant.
0: This, I saw a video of a guy, a husband, who did this to his wife. His wife went there for a girl's night out or whatever. So he hacked into the jukebox and kept playing Chumbawumba or whatever over and over <laughs> again. <laughs> so she, she, until she realized there was her so husband annoying. fucking with her <laughs> yeah. the whole time. So, so are, are you going to stock up on, on Z-Biotic? Or do you drink on your own when you're alone? Or what do you Yeah, do? well. Somebody's I, been taking it out of she, the back. She, Courtney was, what do you think? has
1: big plans of. of uh, dude, yeah. I took all the ones here for sure, but okay, <laughs> oh there's God. there's none left
0: back there. I was like looking. We hid them because we knew you'd take the other ones.
1: So. Yeah, well, I, I again, Courtney was mad at me because she's going to Palm Desert with her girlfriends and everything. And so, you know, they have big plans, Uh, you know, to sit by the pool. It's like going to be 114, 115 oh my God. there. I was like, you're crazy. Like, uh, that's going to be like, smoking hot down there.
2: But oh my gosh. I love introducing that product to people. It's one of the coolest things to watch, like how blown away you did are. Did you see in you the forum?
0: It works. God, it, it's somebody, crazy. Somebody in the private forum goes, uh, they did a post and they said, all right, you know, and it was like, you could tell that they were posting it right when they were about to start drinking. Yeah. So like, all right, I'm going to give this a shot. And, you know, I'm hanging out with the boys or something like that. And then people underneath are commenting, oh my God, it totally works. It's really weird, blah, blah. Anyway, later on, he comes back on and he goes, Dude, he goes. We drank, and I don't remember how much I drank. It was a lot. And they're like, and I woke up the next day, and I did not feel at all like I drank. It's the weirdest thing. And so it was huge conversation about, uh, yeah, yeah. and all these people in there were talking about it. So yeah. it is weird. I will say that it yeah. is a very weird uh, effect. It's, it's nice. It's a nice tool to have in your toolbox. Well, That's especially
2: for, sure. for someone like me, who's it's changed my relationship with drinking. Like I never ever would drink. I've drank more in the last like two years than I did the previous ten. Just because I can right now, a single drink would throw me off. One yeah. drink would make me have a headache, or not. Especially if I had two or three. Where I, I am in the habit of, like, if I know I'm going to have a drink, I have one of those. I just don't even. Fuck I around. do too because it doesn't I, even matter if it's just. one Yeah, because one
0: drink I feel shitty. Yeah,
2: more. one one drink will give me like a headache possibly later yep. on that day, especially if it's
0: wine. Yeah, for me. Did you? I got to give a shout out to. Is it Strength University or Squat University? Is that the name? Squat of Squat University. Okay. Great quote. So great quote. So talking about why your joints are. Are better and healthier when they move properly versus when you don't move them. So, like the old, the old, you know, the 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 myth is right. Oh, you got bad knees? Don't do anything for your knees. You got bad back? Don't do it. And this is a great quote. It said, uh, "Door hinges that are always moving never rust." I thought that was really good. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah. That was really good, and it kind of applies to the joints. Aaron too. puts out really good content, yeah. dude. Very it's good, good stuff. Visual, really, really yeah. good
2: content. He's he's exploded too. I think his book has done really well. When I pull up hit, when I look, if I look at yours. I always see his mm-hmm. recommended under there, so he, I know he, he, he always has solid really
1: content. He's mm-hmm. thrown out there.
0: Hey, real quick. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. Look, do you eat a high protein diet? Are you trying to bulk right now, or are you trying to diet? Well, one of the things that can get in your way are digestive issues, so infl- inflammation. Bloating, constipation, flatulence, these are all signs that you're not really utilizing all the food that you're eating properly. That means that the protein that you're eating might not all be going to your muscles. One way to solve this is to take high-quality digestive enzymes, but they're not all created equal. My favorite company for digestive enzymes is Bioptimizers. Um, In fact, if you go to masszymes.com, that's M-A-S-S zymes.com forward slash MindPump. You can try their enzymes risk-free and see what you notice. By the way, if you want to have an order, use the code MindPump10. That's MindPump10. That'll give you 10% off. Again, it's MassZymes.com forward slash MindPump. All right, enjoy the rest of the podcast.
3: First question is from Nove20Fitness.
0: What's the best way to work out your triceps? Tricep training. You know, I read an article when I was a kid that was really instrumental in my workouts, and it said that the triceps make up two-thirds of the arm mass of the arm, right? Because the biceps get all the glory, but you want, like, impressive-looking arms, you got to develop your triceps. That's where the real meat is. That's true, 100%. All right, so tricep training. You know, one thing that I learned a long time ago that I've always applied, and it definitely works, and I worked it with my clients, and biomechanically speaking, it makes perfect sense, is what you really want to pay attention to with tricep exercises uh, has nothing to do with the grip that you're using on the handles, but rather the position of the elbow. So as the elbow moves higher and higher, the more stress you theoretically will place on what's called the long head of the tricep, which is the the meaty part on the inside because it stretches when you're overhead. So overhead tricep extension is more of that. You'll get more of the lateral head as they're in front of you. But nonetheless... The elbow position is really what's important so whatever exercises you pick make sure you have some where your elbows are next to your body some where they're in front of your body and then some where they're you know your elbows oh, overhead yeah. so i'm, I'm going to give
2: something that i think is going to be controversial a little bit because i do know there's quite a few people in the space that disagree with this um but in my experience uh training myself and many clients uh compound lifts i agree so like yeah. the the incline uh you know close grip bench press and dips are two of the best movements that i saw that blew up my arms and that when i applied to clients totally. i saw the greatest return from now there's a, like i said people in the space will argue that either isolation exercises are much better and you get more tricep activation in those type of movements um, I don't know if it's attributed to the load because mm-hmm. uh, obviously on an inc- I got to a place yeah, where I could
1: substantial yeah load. I can
2: incline close grip bench press 225 plus which I ain't doing nothing with 225 for triceps anywhere mm-hmm. else I can't skull crush that mm-hmm. I can't overhead extend that I can't tricep kickback that cable push down that but I can I can definitely bench that and I can f- fight my elbows in so it's a lot of the triceps carrying the load. And that blew my triceps up. That and then weighted dips, getting to and again, what what other tricep exercise? And so to me, it, it must have something to do with the load, and then the, maybe the CNS adaptation that I'm getting from a, doing a compound lift like that. So those two things.
0: I agree. It's the same reason why you'll get better quad development from a squat than you will from a leg extension. It's the same same stuff is happening. I 100 percent agree. Close grip bench presses. I went through a period of time. Now, my triceps always – it was one of the body parts on me that developed uh, easily. It's one of the only body parts on me that developed easily. Nonetheless, I still focused on them because I wanted to have you know good-looking arms. And it was close grip bench presses that did it more than anything. And there was a period of time where I progressed it like you would progress a bench press. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, can I get stronger? Can I? Now, here's the thing that I learned. The close grip that you use on the bench press can't be too close. I remember going really close like this, but that does a flares, number on the wrist. And it also flares yeah, the elbows. Yeah, straight on. Really, it's it's like you're more like maybe shoulder width or right inside shoulder width grip for close grip um, is where you'll probably get the, the safety with the muscle activation, and you can progressively overload that. And I got to a point where I was using a great amount of weight with the close grip and, and then the dips. I agree with you, yeah, too. The, the dips is the other the one. The dips for me
1: were, were everything, and mainly – when I started to uh, do things like the suspension trainer or the uh, Olympic rings, because of that added bit of instability really you know, challenged uh, my, my triceps on a level that I hadn't challenged them before, uh, it, it just really sparked all new growth. So I think sometimes it's just like unlocking you know, that, one, that one piece that's been missing in your training.
2: I also noticed a big difference talking about dips with you know body weight with added weight uh, compared to uh, machine dips because I, I did machine dips forever. Yeah, um, I didn't do body weight dips till way later. It was something is isn't I was
0: that using. funny. It's yeah. like it should be the same, but it's not at all. No, yeah. it wasn't. It's like lat pull yeah. down versus pull ups. And totally I, different. And I got really strong at machine. In fact,
2: I used to have to stack another plate on the thing. Have I someone could the, hold your shoulders Yeah, down. dude, I had someone stand. I really did, did tricep dips like that forever and got really good at machine tricep dips and, and done all of them, the hoist ones and all the different machines and from different angles and got really strong. Uh, when I started doing body weight dips, and I had to start with just my body weight. I would do just do body weight like 15 reps, got to a place where I could start to add 5, 25, mm-hmm. you know, 50 pounds, and then got to a place where I was loading that for like five reps. Mm-hmm. Five reps of weighted body weight dips, yeah. I saw major leaps in my
0: triceps. Now, here's a superset. If you ever want to do a pre-exhaust superset for triceps, and it's pretty gnarly, is you do uh, a rope press down, immediately to either dips or a close grip bench press now uh, this is not for the faint of heart and use very lightweight when you do the compound lift because the triceps will be ex- already pre-exhausted and if you put weight on that's wrong you ain't getting the weight back up but man that is a killer you go isolation to compound and it's a it's more that's kind of a bodybuilding trick right to get uh, like a really crazy pump oh my gosh is that I did that I would do that with dips a lot I go, Either skull crusher or press down and then I go straight to bodyweight dips. And it is gnarly. I would only get like five, six reps out on the dip and really focus on the squeeze at the top. But yeah, I agree. Those compound lifts, like nothing will develop the triceps just again through experience like mm-hmm. those exercises. And there's a lot of controversy around that.
2: There is. There's a lot of, of our smart friends in the space that are not they are not pro that at all. You know
0: what it is is The more muscle you have and the more experienced you are, the more you can get away with uh, doing isolation movements and developing those muscles. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, now, after I have developed my- You've already my, built a really huge base to work with. Yeah, and and again, like the studies show, you have to do way less volume and intensity to keep muscle. So I think what happens is people get really advanced, they build a lot of muscle, and they did it through compound lifts, and they did it through all the- And then they, once they're at that level, then they start throwing in this other stuff, and they think, oh, this is what works. Yeah. But I don't, I think that's only works that way because you've built that- that solid base to begin with. Yeah. So most people watching this are not in that situation. I also think that
2: they they, right. they um, overvalue the whole, you know, muscle activation research totally. that's out there. Because uh-huh. there's a lot of research out there to that support the point that you made, which is, you know, oh, if you do leg extensions, the quads light up more than in a barbell back squat. But there's not too many people that would make the case that you could build bigger quads from uh leg extension than you can barbell mm-hmm. back squats. But yet that's what the, you know, muscle activation studies will show. Yep. So I do think there's people that lean heavily on that research to try and support why, you know, tricep, nothing activates the tricep like tricep push down. Like a cross body,
0: rope, single arm, real yes, press down.
2: Yes. And they'll try and make the claim that that, and which, by the way, a movement like that, which I think that is one of the ones that is that shows, that touts all the muscle activation, you can't do very much weight at all on that. It's very, very minimal weight. And weight isn't everything. And the only way to yeah, put it, there's value over, to it, but you, you're yeah. going to
0: compare that to a, a close grip bench press or yeah, a dip? Of 225
2: no pounds. Way. Like, no, they going to beef those arms up a lot more.
3: Next question is from James Straffolino. Is it worthwhile to train biceps with heavier loads and lower rep ranges?
0: Oh, great follow-up question. Okay, so it's beneficial to train any muscle Mm -hmm. with lower reps and heavier loads. Now, here's the problem with uh, biceps. Most of the bicep exercises that we know are isolation-type exercises, and here's why low reps and heavy weight tends to not work well for biceps is because— when you start to load a curl, it stops looking like a curl. It start looking like some other exercise, and you start to incorporate other body parts. And most people don't have the control or the discipline to go heavy without allowing that type of stuff to happen. So here's how you work around it, and here's what's interesting. We just talked about triceps. We just talked about compound lifts for triceps. For some reason, nobody considers compound bicep lifts. It's almost like they don't exist. Mm. This is totally not true. You do a supinated grip, so palms back grip, chin, chin up, up. Mm-hmm. and you do it where you're you're upright and you're focusing on squeezing the biceps. So what you're not doing is leaning back and trying to get the back squeeze, but you're you're kind of keeping your body really really straight and you're squeezing the biceps. You load that for low reps, and you watch what happens to your biceps. One of the best exercises I ever did uh, for
2: my I, you know. And I also think mm-hmm. that um, the reason why I don't personally worry too much about this is if you're doing. Uh, Singles, doubles, triples uh of um heavy compound lifts like deadlifting and squatting, overhead pressing. Like, Even rowing. Yeah, rowing, right. The, I mean, there's when you do a row with 225 on the bar, there's massive bicep activation happening. Totally. And, and so you only do five reps of that. Mm-hmm. And it's, there's great benefits for your back and that, but there's great benefits to your your arms and that. So I kind of allowed like my heavy compound lifts to take care of the low rep bicep and tricep work and then focus more on isolation exercises and north of, you know, 5 to 6 reps yeah. for my for my arms and stuff. But it doesn't mean that those movements don't have value, especially if you're, you're somebody who doesn't heavy barbell row or heavy deadlift or heavy overhead press sometimes. If you don't do those movements which you should be doing, uh, then, then there's lots more value for that person to do a heavy, you know, three rep, uh, you know, straight bar curl. Although there's lots of room for air and cheating and potential injury for very little benefit, but doesn't mean there's no value in it. Yeah. And if you got yeah. good form, why not?
1: I mean, that's, it is kind of like one of those examples where there's not a lot of options. Like, so the, that's a good one that the, you know, supinated grip, uh, chin up. Um, But, yeah, loading a a heavy bar and just doing a few reps of that, like it's just like you're going to have to use too much body English to to really pull that off and and, uh, isolating that is pretty difficult. So, you know, there's just some – Exercises out there are more conducive towards that rep range than others, and that's just how you got to yeah. you know I, sift through it. I,
2: I used to do. I mean, Arnold talks about it in his cheat the, curls. Yeah, cheat curls. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and um, I'm sure I, some, I,
1: there's some value. To and, that. I, and I
2: used to teach it to advanced clients. If I had an advanced client, I, I'd teach them uh, uh, cheat exercises like that where you can use a little bit of body English to, to get it up. But the, the when I stopped doing that was when I really started heavy compound. When I started training, I never before you guys. I was never. I never did a single of a deadlift yeah. like that just did not exist mm-hmm. in my training routine but once i started doing heavy singles doubles and triples on these like big compound lifts like dude my tricep my bicep like they they definitely got stimulated and blew up from yeah. that
1: so this is totally not i mean you guys are always in the bodybuilding world and in, in spectrum like for me like what we used to set up a lot of times was the sled and with ropes and like as heavy as we possibly could to to pull the oh, rope, yeah. uh, you know, towards you sitting down. That was a fucking killer, right? Arm and bicep workout. Yeah,
2: blow your arms out just doing that. Even though it's a back movement, it's a back right? movement. That's what you're, you're your doing arms it for. Just but you're, fried. Yeah, if you're doing really heavy. Back exercises; those biceps are getting that heavy load. Well, yeah,
0: I mean, by proxy. I mean Justin's an example. I think you've probably done curls ten times in your entire life. I mean, most yep. of your everything you do is compound, right? And yet you have really well developed arms. You can see this with strength athletes. Look at Olympic lifters; uh, you know, incredible development in their arms and shoulders. Rarely ever do curls. Look at gymnasts. Gymnasts, yeah, have incredible biceps. They're constantly pulling themselves up. But that chin up that you do, or that pull up you do with a supinated grip. You can angle your body and make it more bicep or make it more back. When I'm doing it for back, I tend to stick my chest out, lean back a little bit and I squeeze my back. When I'm doing if I do it for biceps, I'm more upright and I'm squeezing my arms and it looks like a shorter range of motion. And let me tell you, it's like, I can't think of an exercise that loads the bicep more than something like that. In fact, a lot of people who are really strong at pull-ups, you might not even, you you probably definitely shouldn't load it. You might even need some assistance to really make it a bicep exercise because it's not easy.
3: Next question is from FT Reckless. I work out in my basement and this low ceiling with a low ceiling, therefore I can't do standing overhead presses. What are your thoughts on barbell z presses as an alternative? Love it. What it's, a great that's exercise. That's the
1: way to go. I've actually recommended that yeah. same question. Yeah, yeah,
0: one one of the few exercises that I learned in the last, you know, I don't know, 8 years that blew me away. There's very few exercises I can learn nowadays where I'm like this is an exercise that now needs to be in my routine. Almost never happens just cuz been around for so long. Z presses is one of them. It, it because of the 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 way you're on the ground and how you have to maintain your posture, the the extent just the extension at the top, the pump you get in your shoulders is just insane and you can't you can't use much weight on it. But, man, it works the shoulders incredibly.
1: And it just exposes all, you know, in terms of, like, how well you're bracing your your spine and, and, and supporting yourself uh, in an overhead position. And that's then going to be amazing for when you have the ability to, to press overhead and watch what that does in terms of building up uh, you know your your core strength and stability, uh, to then increase the amount of load you'll probably be able to produce through an overhead press just by focusing on Z pressing.
2: I actually think it should be a prerequisite before overhead pressing. I think that's how how beneficial Z press is, is because when I think of exercises that were either dangerous or client more clients uh, struggled with than not. Uh, overhead pressing is one of them. Overhead pressing... Yeah, low uh, back
0: is the weak link. Yeah, always people at.
2: always arch their low back and their they're limited range of motion in their shoulders and their tight lats. They're all common things. Limited range of motion in the shoulders, tight lats, weak low back, recipe for disaster on an overhead press. And so either one, they end up doing machines and shorten their range of motion up and just they stay in that position, or they try and do the exercise by fully extending and their low back arches mm-hmm. and they have issues. So training somebody in a Z press first really forces people into good mechanics. And so I, I fell in love with this because I I found it at the same time that I was working on those exact problems I had. So I had I had that. I was the bodybuilder, short range of motion, you know, military presser and then I remember, you know, training with Justin and everything he did was full extension overhead, overhead carries, you know, your uh, explosive presses and strict presses, like, and everything was to full extension. And I just, I was, you could watch me do it. And I was doing it like a bodybuilder. I wasn't getting full extension, recognize I had an issue and a problem there. And when I found the Z press, it was one of the best strength exercises to reinforce the good posture and form for that movement.
1: Yeah. One other thing I wanted to add was if um, if you have access to like a landmine, uh, you could do like a kneeling press with that as well and load that pretty substantially for one arm. So yeah.
0: And in all over all pressing overhead pressing movements can be done in the Z press fashion. So you could do it with dumbbells. You could do Arnold presses. Right. You could do kettlebell yeah, presses. You do, yep. You could do all those things. And by the way, some of you watching right now who. You, you've never done this before, and your mobility may be a little bit of an issue, but you do lots of overhead presses. Sit on the floor, just grab the bar, and just focus on full extension. And w- after 10 reps, tell you, tell me how you That's feel. That's how I had to start. Yeah. I had
2: to start with just a 45-pound bar, nothing on it, and and just stabilizing over the top and then coming back down yep. full range. And uh, But progress that up. I think getting strong at that, you watch how good your overhead press and your shoulder development is.
3: Next question is from Simple Not Easy Three. I just started anabolic last week, and I already feel stronger. What makes the program so effective? You <laughs> we'll
2: picked this question. I did.
0: You know what? So <laughs> why is your program so awesome? Yeah. Why are you so awesome? No. Right you know now? why I picked this Tell question? Us. This is a good. This a good discussion. So so they're talking about Maps Anabolic, and the the reason why we get this question often with this program, and this will with the, this will turn into a good discussion, is because when you look at Maps Anabolic with the for the untrained eye you look at the programming and you're like oh i i i know all these exercises like what's so great about it like okay you're doing some sets here you're doing some reps here i see that you're doing squats i see you're doing deadlifts what's what's so great about this and it's it's a good discussion cuz it highlights the value of programming and by the way ev- all the most effective workout programs that people talk about online, so, you know, starting strength, five by five, you know, maps anabolic. you can put that up there. other programs. If you look at them and these are all ones that people constantly promote and say, man, if you do this, you'll, you'll notice results. They all appear to be very simple. They mm-hmm. focus on the basics, but the beauty is in the programming, the frequency, mastery the rep of ranges, the mechanics and all that stuff. So that's why it's so effective. It's because it's taking the most effective parts and then it puts it together in a recipe that just works, and it does. Again, it highlights that the complexity and weirdness of a program doesn't have much to do, uh, you know, with the type of results. I mean, we'll this get. is
2: the reason why Mind Pump happened. This would not have happened had Sal sent me over a program he was working on, and then it looked like all the like other Zumba, yeah. <laughs> it looked like all the other influencers' programs yeah. that are out there, because at this point in my career, there's there's a handful of things that I had started to piece together. And he addressed all of them in that. Uh, and frequency was one of them. Uh, the big compound lifts was another. Uh, starting somebody in a five by five strength phase. These were all things I started to hack into and realize like were magical, right? Like one of the easy. First of all, uh, we train a majority of women, so most of our clients probably seventy percent were females. Uh, what I found out of training so many of them over all the years is there's a very small percentage of them that are not afraid of lifting heavy weight. There's a massive five. stigma still yeah. there. Yeah, there's like 1% of clients I got in my entire career that were female that were like, oh yeah, Adam, I trained five by five. Yeah. Like never did that happen. So, and you know, as a trainer, if you move somebody into a phase of training that you know, one, is extremely valuable and two, they've never done before. Yeah, to be They're going to see results like they've never saw before or like what they saw when they first touched weights the first time. So that was the other thing. Then I, at that time too, I realized like, You know, instead of doing all these crazy creative exercises, if I could just get my clients to do those five big lifts and to do them frequently, two to three times a week, their body would just rapidly change. That was inside the program like that. The trigger sessions were also freaking mind-blowing because that was a time, too, when I was realizing that, oh, it's not about hammer your body and then don't touch it for an entire week. It's that that whole balloon idea of constantly kind of popping the balloon up and keeping that – you know consistent recovery. yeah that exact and and helping facilitate recovery and keep that signal up all those things are in that program and it's just a a perfect storm for of the population that's interested in training. And if you add all those things together and they follow a program, it's why it's, it's why it sells the
1: most. Everything in there was uh, geared around honing in that muscle building signal, which is what you describe all the time. And, uh, you made sure that each one of those components was, you know, driving that signal back in the forefront. And so it's again, and that's why it's so effective because it has all those implemented in there deliberately, uh, so it'll keep you in that state.
0: Yeah, it's it, again, it's in, in the, to to most people who are consumers in this space, so they're not fitness professionals or coaches with lots of experience. It can be hard to judge a routine when you look at it, you know, people will send you a program, this is my workout, and to the untrained eye, it's all, It's typically this is how they'll judge it. Oh, wow, that looks really challenging. I yeah. think that's going to be a good workout right. or oh my God, what is that exercise? I never heard it before. Oh, wow, that looks really crazy. I think I'm going to try that. And so they, they just have no idea and they end up picking program or they pick a program because someone that looks the way they want right. to look is promoting They're it. They're
1: shredded, so therefore it's going to happen to me.
0: Yeah, and you know this is one of the reasons why, even though I never competed in strength sports, um, one of the reasons why I, I, I place so much value on strength sports like powerlifting, Olympic lifting, any type of competitive sport where you have to lift where it's objective. It's like you either get stronger or you yeah. don't.
1: Strongman competitions.
0: The reason why I, even at an early age, you know, even when I subscribe to all the bodybuilding magazines, I also subscribe to these obscure powerlifting magazines because I really realized early on, these guys and girls, like they are following the best workouts because you either get stronger or you don't. Right. Like you can there's a lot of people that look better than me that don't work out nearly as well as I do and have nearly the good diet that I have. Because of genetics or other factors. But when you're in competition over strength and you either get stronger or you don't, and that's the bottom line. So the best programming came out of these strength camps. And also when you look at the way people trained or strength athletes trained, you know, at the turn of the century, before supplements, before advertisers, it was just what worked. And you found some commonalities. Like, everybody trained the whole body three days a week. This is how everybody worked out. Some people split it up, but most people didn't. Everybody did certain lifts and got really good at them. Nobody trained a failure. They all said, no, you got to make sure you have enough energy for the next workout. And it's like, there's wisdom there, you know?
2: Well, and it's very deceiving for the consumer because you can get shredded on a shitty program. Yeah. Because getting shredded is, is just reducing body fat. So if you're just touching weights and you're dieting and you get lean... You, you might have the perception as a consumer, like, man, that program worked hella good. Yeah. Like, no, your diet worked really good. Yeah, That's you got
0: there I, in spite of the crappy right? That's program.
2: That's right, and the, the, the program actually didn't help you as much as you think. If you have really good programming and you diet well, it's amazing even more how much progress you can make. But if you don't know that... And you look at a program, and what you're looking for is how creative it is, or how many random things in it that you don't know, or how hard it mm-hmm. looks like it's going to be. Like those are all terrible markers of what a good program is, I, and it's in it, it's actually the beauty in anabolic is its simplicity.
0: Totally. I had a I had a buddy. Uh, this reminds me of the story. I had a buddy who's always had challenging uh, challenges growing his legs. He was tall. He had relatively skinny legs. No matter what he did, they wouldn't build. And he did all the routines and all the combinations and the leg press and hack squat and leg curl and stuff. And then somebody told him to do this program called Squat Every Day. I don't know if you guys have heard about this, right? Mm -hmm. Where you do squats every single day. Now, you vary the intensity. So some days are hard. Some days are real easy. But you do nothing else for your legs except you do squats. And he was convinced because he had tried everything. And I told him, I said, this is the one thing that's going to work for you. And he goes, ah, I'm skeptical. Like swats. He goes, <laughs> it's too simple. I do all these other exercises. Let's see what happens. He gained more size. He gained so much size in his legs over such a short period of time. He got stretch marks in his legs and he was blown away. And, and it, he couldn't believe it. And I was like, well, yeah, it's, it's the, the programming isn't just the, the, the weirdness or craziness or variety of exercises. Programming has a lot more to do with things that really work and oftentimes when we look at something that's designed that way to us it seems simple and rudimentary but that's not that's not true try it out and then see it's what no happens it's
2: no different than a software engineer writing code i mean one of us could sit down and put a bunch of code stuff. Ones and zeros? To,
0: yeah, I can <laughs> put <laughs> a bunch <laughs> in a row <laughs> too and be like,
2: hey, check out my code I wrote and fucking, you plug it in, it doesn't Dude. work. You know I'm oh, that'd be scary I'm serious, to that's see how I, hey, I feel that insulted when I see programming sometimes by by trainers that try and claim some shit's good. Like, oh, check this out. Like, no, bro. That's probably how a software engineer would feel if I sat down trying to write code for fucking uh, a computer. Totally, totally. Laugh at me. <laughs> Look,
0: if you like our information, head over to mindpumpfree.com and check out all of our free guides. Okay, so it's just free information that can help you build muscle or burn body fat, become healthier, reduce pain, move better. We have guides for personal trainers. Again, it's mindpumpfree.com. You can also find all of us on Instagram. So you can find Justin at mindpumpjustin. You can find me at mindpumpsal and Adam at mindpumpadam.
3: Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. If your goal is to build and shape your body, dramatically improve your health and energy, and maximize your overall performance, check out our discounted RGB Super Bundle at mindpumpmedia.com